Welcome back to Tyler's Tailgate Talk. I am Tyler, of course, this week joined by producer Max in the corner over there. Max, say hello to the people. What's going on, people? Um, pretty good episode today. Uh, introducing a few new segments that we're going to try out um, just because the lack of really big games this week in the college football world. There's not a ton of like um, really big headliner type games like we had uh, the past few weeks, like the Georgia Clemson game. Um, but we got a few good ones that we'll get into. Um, we'll start it off with the headlines though, because uh, those are always great. And we've got some really good ones this week. Um, for those of you that haven't heard, um, USC actually decided to go ahead and fire their head coach, Clay Helton. Um, this raised a lot of eyebrows because, um, well, not really raising a lot of eyebrows because it was the, the firing made sense and he needed to be fired eventually. Um, but it was good. It was definitely good for them that they got it done earlier on in the season. Um, just so they can try out maybe an interim head coach if that's the route they want to go. But it did raise a lot of eyebrows when uh, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer's name got thrown into the mix um, for the potential um, the potential head coaching job. And I believe it was yesterday or the day before, uh, I think it was Wednesday, um, I guess Urban Meyer had a press conference following one of the Jaguars' practices, and I guess some reporter asked him about the job, and he said, no chance, just straight up no chance, which I guess makes sense. You probably make a lot more money coaching the Jaguars than you do USC. Um, but at the same time, I guess his name definitely got thrown into things after the Jaguars' poor performance against the Texans in week one of the NFL season. Um, thing, one thing I think I saw, you know, Michael Lombardi, he used yeah. to be a GM. Um, yeah. He said that the one thing that you do get if you go to USC, though, is you're the coach, you're the GM, and you're the recruiter. You pick yep. everything. You have so much control. Whereas in Jacksonville, he's literally just the coach. He's not even GM. Yeah. You know, and that's it's it's interesting because that's why you see a lot of um, there's not a lot of going back and forth between college football and the NFL in terms of head coaches, um, and those that do usually only really succeed at one. Um, like, I mean, a perfect example, uh, one of the greatest, the, probably the greatest co uh, college football coach of all time, Nick Saban. So Nick Saban's first two year on the first two year tenure on the Dolphins um, didn't really work out very well. Wasn't really very good. He was a good coordinator before that with the Browns. That was under Bill Belichick. So a lot um, doesn't really fall on him, of course, but then goes over to college football, goes over to coach LSU, wins a national championship, um, gets the job here in Tuscaloosa. And as they the say, the rest, history. the rest is history. Jinx, so, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't really see a lot of turnover. Obviously, Urban Meyer, his track record of, as a college football head coach is um, up there with the greats. But it's only been one week. It's only been one week. But the greatest thing you can possibly do after one week is overreact and overreacting on the Jaguars first week. Urban Meyer's not looking like a great NFL head coach, but we got time. We got time. It's too early to overreact on anything, um, but we'll see how it pans out um, in terms of him, obviously, with the USC coach coaching job. 
doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, this year, maybe next year. Yeah, this Never year, maybe, maybe next year. Never know. Um, I think uh, I think a lot rides on their interim uh, head coach. I'm blanking on his name right now, but um, he's he. It looks like he's got full reign of whatever they they've got doing down there uh, out there in USC. And this is still a good football team. I mean, Clayton, uh, Caden Slavis is a great quarterback, one of the best in college football. So there's no reason why USC can't win out or something. I mean, this is a this is a this is a football team that has just underperformed the first two weeks of the season. So we'll see how it goes from the rest of the season on. But Urban Meyer, we can shoot all rumors down for him becoming the next head coach of the USC Trojans. Um, next, probably not happening. Probably not happening. Next big headline, um, interesting one: the uh, Florida Gators are hosting the Alabama Crimson Tide this weekend. Um, now, why is that significant when they're ten ranking spots lower than Alabama is? Because they're coming in um, with two quarterbacks. Uh, Coach Dan Mullen said that Amory Jones. However, you pronounce his first name, um, will be the starting quarterback uh, come come Saturday's game against Alabama. Um, but at the same time, we're also going to be seeing a lot of Anthony Richardson, um, who is coming into the season was their backup quarterback, and it, it's kind of interesting because Nick Saban commented on it uh, earlier this week. They're kind of the same kind of quarterback. Like they're both. Nick Saban said they're both pocket passers who can run and can run well and they're skillful runners. Um, so he said, there's not really a lot to prepare for when you're talking about a different quarterback style. Like if it, it's a little different, if you're going in there with your starting quarterback being Tom Brady and the guy who's going to share snaps with him is Lamar Jackson. Like it, that's not the case here. They're kind of the same uh, model of a quarterback. So there's not really much else that Alabama needs to do to prepare for that. But it's just interesting because Amore Jones does have four interceptions so far in two games and only one touchdown to show for it, while Anthony Richardson, on the other hand, I think he has two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns and no interceptions. So the the choice of starting, starting who – on Saturday was uh, an interesting one going with Jones over Richardson, but we'll see how it plays out against, uh, against Alabama on Saturday. Um, big headline coming out of last week's uh, college football game of the week um, between Ohio, uh, between Iowa state and Iowa, um, Iowa, Iowa state's quarterback, Brock Purdy known as one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now um, was benched in the middle of the game just because of, performance issues and um, not playing well in week one to start the season and then continuing that struggle into week two. Um, Iowa State's head coach said that he will start week three this Saturday against UNLV. UNLV is probably going to be a cakewalk anyway for uh, for Iowa State, but just interesting that uh, Purdy was benched and then now is going to get back the starting quarterback job. Um, after their backup performed really well. Um, all right, we're going to get into a new segment this week. Um, something I like to call tailgate locks. 
I'll give you my three big locks of the week. Um, Tyler's tailgate locks. Exactly. This that's how you get that's how you get the fans hype for yeah. for stuff. I mean, that's I need I need Max as like my PA announcer throughout life. I'd be doing so much better if I'm just following you around and just like exactly. announcing for you. Exactly. Like if I walk into the supermarket, Tyler's getting pretzels. Yeah. At the, at the football game, oh, Crimson yeah. Tide go. <laughs> it's so much more awesome. But um, Tyler's tailgate locks, um, locks of the week. First off, I'll start Nebraska and against going, going up against number three ranked Oklahoma and Spencer Rattler. Um, Oklahoma coming in as a significant favorite um the uh the lines at 20 22 and a half in favor of oklahoma that's not what we're touching today my lock this week for the oklahoma nebraska game is the over on the uh, 62 total points scored um between oklahoma's really good offense Nebraska's had some really great offensive showings the past three weeks. Um, They're three weeks into the season. Um, coming off a 28-3 to win over Buffalo and a 52-7 to victory over Fordham. Those aren't great teams. But then again, Oklahoma hey, 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 hey. defense. Evan's going to be pissed listen, at you. Listen, Evan's going to be mad at you. I, he has every right to be because, listen, I'm going to be I'm going to be blunt. Buffalo's about to get their ass kicked by Coastal That's what Carolina. I said to him. They're going to get their asses handed to them. And it's not even going to be close. I, I think you, Evan's reading into the rat poison, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, him and Jack talking about that? Yeah. On this week's episode? Oh, my God. Listen, Coastal's, Coastal's real, man. I mean, a lot of people are shutting down those, uh, those group of five schools. Coastal's real. Coastal is um, real. Totally, yeah. dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we'll get into some, some more group of five school um, sleepers uh, later in the episode. But, um, yeah, definitely taking the over. Um, Oklahoma, Nebraska just seems right that they're going to score more than 62 points. Um, I think that would be an easy one. Um, next up is the over-under on the South Carolina and Georgia game. Um, now, Georgia coming in ranked number two in the country. Um, against South Carolina, who's unranked and not very good in general. Um, but the over-under on this game is 47. I would hammer the over on that. Um, I think Georgia, if they're going to win this, if I think if they're going to win this game, they're even favored by 32 points. I mean, how can you be favored by 32 points when the over-under is only 47? This is a game that Georgia is going to win easily. Going to be a cakewalk for them. They're going to, they're coming off a fifty six to seven victory over UAB, um, at, while South Carolina is struggling to beat East Carolina. So, I think the, the Georgia Georgia offense is definitely going to put up a significant amount of points, and then anything that South Carolina puts up is just icing on top of the cake. Forty seven points, hammer the over on that one. Hammer it, hammer it. All right, last one, and this one. Might be the most risky one. Um, now, I do want to say in warning that I do not have any professional experience in sports betting. So do not listen to me. 
Also, if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes. And make sure it's legal in your state. And Absolutely. You're 21. Absolutely. Um, best idea for anybody listening to this and looking to uh, just cash out on Saturday, pick everything that I'm picking against. <laughs> because this is just, listen, my betting. Except my for Coastal. Except for Coastal. I think they're actually going to get the dub. Oh yeah, coastal hammer, hammer, hammer the coastal money. Line. I think I think that line is like twenty-two something points. <laughs> I think I think twenty-two and a half is what it was, but yeah, yeah. it's gonna That's get crazy. ugly. Yeah. Um, they need Jared Patterson back, man. I mean, he's on. He's need. on the football team. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't listen to my gambling advice. Um, I'm only doing this just so I can put up a record throughout throughout the next coming weeks showing you why you shouldn't listen to me. Um, that's all this is here for. Um, but the last one that we're going to get into, Auburn and Penn State. I'm going to stay away from the, the over-under on this game just because 53 points, that could go either way but between an SEC and Big Ten matchup. Um, but the line on this game is Penn State's only favored by five points. I'm really liking Auburn and how they've been playing this year. They've played two games, and in those two games, they're totaled, they've totaled points-wise 122 points, and they've only let up 10, which is insane. That's pretty good. Insane. Yeah. 62, I'm sorry, 60, 60 to 10 in their first game against Akron, and then Alabama State last week, 62 to nothing. Now, those are games that you should win anyway. But they're winning them convincingly. Penn State's a good football team. Uh, beat up beat up on Ball State last week. Had a good showing against Wisconsin in week one. Still not really sold on Penn State, man. I mean, they haven't they, – yeah, they beat Wisconsin, but Wisconsin's nothing special this year. I need to see a win out of Penn State this year before I can really give them any respect. Auburn, they've played some shitty opponents, but Bo Nix has been playing out of his mind. So absolutely no reason why Auburn shouldn't be um, considered to win this football game. And giving him five points? Absolutely. That's a Tyler lock. Absolutely. Lock it in. Hammer it. Hammer it. Please don't hammer it. Please don't hammer it. Um, But absolutely. Auburn getting five points against Penn State. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, yeah, we'll get into uh, getting some upset watch because this, on the other hand, I have a good track record with upsets. Back in episode one, I said it, Virginia Tech coming you out did. of North Carolina. I actually watched that game because you told me to. It was my game of the week. I told you it was, it was going to be a great game. No, everyone was sleeping on it. Listen. Take the upset. So here we go. Tyler's upset to the week. Um, we just mentioned it. Auburn over Penn State. Forget the forget the spread on the game. I think Auburn has a really good chance just to win that game straight up. Really love Bo Nix. Really love that Auburn defense. That, that Auburn's going to be scary. They should be ranked a lot better than 22, uh, which is where they're at right now. That team's going to be good going down the stretch. Might be the team to first knock off Alabama, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, now, but Auburn, Auburn, yeah, maybe. You think they're that good? 
I, they're really good. And they've shown me zero reason to not think they're like legit. Guys, this is how you know Tyler is not being biased. Listen, you can see it right there. You can see it you can on your right shirt. There. You can see it right here. This is an unbiased take right here. Auburn is for real this year. Okay. Telling you, telling you now. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really like them over Penn State. Uh, that'll shoot them up in the rankings for sure if they take, if they take that game. Um, oh, hold Washington. On. For those listening, uh, the, right here and right here, at, at Alabama. Tyler yeah. is at, in Tuscaloosa. And I would hope it would Alabama. be obvious. Yeah. I would hope it would be obvious. But we have some people who just listen on audio and oh, that's right, that's right. Watching the video, so uh, don't watch the video. People. Why not? It's free. Yeah, I mean, see Tyler's beautiful face. Yeah, yeah I mean, you go. Matt, you got Max over here. Why just listen to the voice? I mean, you exactly. got you got faces as well. Yeah, the best of both worlds. There you go. Um, all right. Next up on the slate, Washington State uh, versus USC. Now USC. Obviously, like we mentioned before, coming off the firing of uh, Clay Helton. Only favored by eight and a half points. Washington State's not particularly great. Um, they did beat up on Portland State last week, 44 to four. Wow, they scored four points. That's awesome. You know, props to Portland State. Hold on, that's probably Scorigami. That's got it. Well, it's also college football. There's got to be, there's ha- there have to have been four-point games in college football history. That's amazing, though. I'm looking 44, it up. 44 to four. Oh, I don't think they do score Gami for college football. Damn. It's been, you you know what I mean when I say score Gami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah absolutely, for, absolutely. For those that don't know, score Gami is when an NFL score that's never happened before happens. Yeah. So, like, something weird, like 69 to 1. Which is impossible, but yeah, yeah. Actually, one points are possible. Please explain this to me. Okay, so there's not. I don't know the official, like how it happens. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can't win one nothing. That's the thing. You can't win one nothing, but you can score one point. Um, if a team scores a touchdown. I'm going to use I'm going to use uh, Washington and the Giants as an example because they're playing on Thursday night football right now. Um, 13, by the way. Yeah. Let's say Washington goes down, scores, scores a touchdown. All right. Congrats. Six nothing. Now, on the extra point, they. Something happens where they kick it. And it. It falls short and then the Giants return it and then get like a penalty or something or Washington gets a penalty. Cause if they returned it straight, it would be two points. But I think there's some sort of penalty somewhere that has to go down. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but there's a penalty somewhere that needs to happen where if they return it back, it's one point. I think if the defense gets the ball in the field of play on a conversion attempt, and then a defensive player takes the ball into his own end zone and is tackled, the result will be a one point safety. The offensive team will get one point that has never happened before in NFL history. Right. I think they implemented it like four years ago or something. You're pretty close. Uh, The article is from 2015. Yeah. There you go. I live in 2019, so I'm right. (laughs) 
Um, what were we talking about? Washington State. That's right. <laughs> Washington State. Um, four points. That's four who points we got on, there, fellas. They lit up. They lit up four points last week. <laughs> um, Tyler, this, here's a good lock of the week. Tyler's lock of the week. Tyler's lock of the week. Washington State is not going to let up four points this week. <laughs> That's a good lock. I don't know where you could bet that. I don't think it's possible, but if you can find it, hammer it. If you got a bookie um, that's willing to give you more than four points for Washington absolutely. State, book it. Um, but yeah, playing the playing USC coming off of uh, a bad loss to Stanford, and then the firing of Clay Elton. Just something's not right over there in USC. I would say it's a good. Um, I like the pick with uh, Washington State just to come in and um, just pull off the upset. I mean, they're 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 hosting a bad situation in USC. There's there's and Washington's got no problems with their program as far as I know, um, and their defense is pretty good, only allowing four points last week, as we mentioned. So um, I, I definitely like that upset. Um, next up. Definitely somebody – this is definitely a game that I will be watching personally. Um, Florida State taking on Wake Forest. Wake Forest coming in 2-0 into the matchup. Florida State coming in 0-2. Um, Wake Forest because of that favored by four and a half points. Also playing uh, at Wake Forest, so that plays into it. Um, but I like Florida State getting, getting four and a half points. I think Mackenzie Milton has played really well. Obviously, last week was a dud, and they just did not play well as a team. We couldn't really get anything going on offense. But I choose to look past that, and I'm looking back on their performance week one against Notre Dame, where they virtually won. Um, the scoreboard didn't say so, but everybody everybody anywhere uh, knows that a uh, winning team doesn't want to ex- – a winning coach never wants to execute his players. So um, it's pretty clear that Florida State mentally won that game. But, yeah, I really love Mackenzie Milton, just his story, everything. Um, I think Florida State's got a really good team as long as Milton's got his head on his shoulders, which I think he does. Um, and I, I really like the Seminoles in this one, getting four and a half. Um. Going into some other big games this week. I stood outside assessing the situation. What is that? I knew it could be rough in there, but how rough? There was no way to know for sure. Sorry about that. You're good. Sorry. That was just the weirdest. That was the weirdest, like, into it. It was like, I stepped outside not knowing the situation. It's, it's that uh, it's that army commercial, the Navy Federal Credit Union commercial, oh where the God. guys, where the little girl's painting is painting yeah. her room. Okay, okay. Um, other big games to watch this week. Um, I would start off with uh, Virginia Tech and West Virginia, the Battle of Virginias. Um, Virginia Tech two and zero on the year, coming off of a big win over Middle Tennessee State. And then going back to week one, the big win over UNC. West Virginia kind of been up and down. Um, week one, bad loss to Maryland, uh, lost 30 to 24. And then last week, I don't know what happened, but they quickly turned it around, beating LIU 6-6-0. Six six 
Um, so I think that's going to be a good game. Virginia Tech ranked 15th. West Virginia, I believe, is favored. Uh, so interesting, interesting there. Favored by two and a half points um, over Virginia Tech. So that'll be a good game to watch. I obviously have loved Virginia Tech this year. Another big game, Purdue and Notre Dame, both teams coming in 2-0. Now, Purdue's not great. Notre Dame is pretty good. Um, they didn't perform very well in week one, but definitely rebounded last week against Toledo. Should be executed, right? Uh, honestly, a three-point win over Florida State and a three-point win over Toledo deserves execution. <laughs> I mean, when you're the 12th-ranked team in the country and you barely beat Florida State and you barely beat Toledo, uh, you got problems. So that's why I really like this game. This is going to be a good game to watch. Uh, Purdue's definitely definitely in it. Uh, only, only favored to lose by seven points. So this game could go back and forth. Again, I mean, Brian Kelly, not a big fan of his football team, obviously. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good one. Purdue, I – I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue pulled off the upset against Notre Dame, knocked off the 12th ranked team in the country. I think that'd be uh, that that would definitely deserve some execution. Absolutely. A um, couple more games: Arizona State and BYU. A lot of people overlooking this one, um, but if I had to pick a game of the week, originally it was this one, but I decided against it. Uh, Utah coming off. Um, Close win over Utah, uh, which was a pretty good, pretty good game. You just uh, said you just said Utah and Utah. BYU, sorry. BYU no coming off a big win over Utah. I just talked too fast. That's what it is. Um, 26 to 17. That was a big win for the Cougars. Uh, boosted them into the top 25. Um, Arizona State coming off of a pretty convincing win over UNLV 37 to seven. So Arizona state favored by three and a half points. Arizona state's the number 19 ranked team in the country. BYU is ranked 23, probably not going to have a large impact on the college football playoff, but definitely could see a shakeup in the rankings, uh, barring a, anything weird. Uh, a BYU win would definitely, I think put them, put them top 20 honestly. Um, and then Arizona State might knock them out of the top 25. So that'll be a good game to watch. Uh, BYU only favored, obviously, by – I'm sorry, Arizona State actually favored by three and a half. Last game before we get to my game of the week, which has always been historical. Um, I can't go an entire podcast without complimenting my team especially after absolutely trashing them, saying that they're that Bo Nix and Auburn are going to knock them off. Um, Alabama, number one ranked team in the country, going into Gainesville against Florida, number 11 ranked team in the country. Alabama's favored by 14 and a half. Bryce Young's been playing really good as starting quarterback. Um, Brian Robinson, running back for Alabama, hasn't really been playing too hot to start the year. Um, 
but that's just me watching football games. The stats say differently, 22 carries, 130 yards in two games, one touchdown. He's just not finding the holes, which makes me concerned about this Florida defensive line, which is really good. So I think this is going to be uh, one of the one of the better games that Alabama plays this year. I think Florida is one of those teams that could definitely knock them off, but we shall see. Um, now, Tyler's game of the week. Game of the week. There you go. Number eight, Cincinnati against unranked Indiana. The Bearcats. Now Max. Now Max. Yep. Yes, the Bearcats and the Hoosiers. Max. Many people are probably going to be either listening to this or watching this. Hopefully one one or the other. Uh, the third option would probably not be very ideal. Um, but a lot of people are probably listening to this and saying, how is a number eight ranked team in the country going to – how is that going to be a good game when they're playing against an unranked Indiana team? Let me tell you. Cincinnati is a group of five school, like I mentioned before, with Coastal Carolina. We've never had a group of five school um, in the college football playoff. And I think this could possibly be the year if Cincinnati makes a run for it. Now, back in week one, back in episode one, I mentioned that Cincinnati needs to beat three teams if they wanted to have a chance at making the college football playoff. And Indiana was one of those teams. So this is a huge week for Cincinnati, a win. And they're moving up in the rankings. They're 3-0, looking good. No reason why, no, no, nothing you can put against them when talking about the college football playoff just yet. Obviously, it's still early, three weeks into the season. But a big game for Cincinnati nonetheless. And guess what? They're only favored by three and a half points against Big Ten's Indiana. Bring out the hammer. Bring out the hammer. Cincinnati. Hammer it, getting three and a half points. Uh, money line minus 170. Hammer that too. Over under. I'm not talking the over under on this game because I have no idea what it's gonna be. That could but, be that could be the lowest scoring college football game ever, but it could also be one of the higher scoring ones, you know. It's just like this so game, we we might get one of those like four to three again. We've got good <laughs> no idea. Or it could be like 70 to 68. You never know. Could go either way. Um, That's my game of the week. That one's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, With that being said, um, to wrap up this episode, I have a very, very important announcement to make um, that I'm really excited about. Down in the description of this video and in the link tree in in my bio of the Tyler's Tailgate Talk Instagram account, you can find the link to my all-new shop, where you can get some awesome t-shirts with some awesome t-shirts designed, designed by me. Um, if you want to wreck your school at an affordable price, they're only 20 bucks. They're pretty so, fire too. And they're pretty, they're pretty fucking fire too. Or you um, can just, you have the classic logo one, right? Like your logo. If they would just uh, yeah. want to rock a Tyler's tailgate talk one. Yeah. If you just want to rock the pod and just rock the, rock the logo, we got, um, we got t-shirts for that. Even got stickers coming that you can just buy a sticker, slap it on your laptop, call it a day. 
yeah, get the name out, get the name out. Um, and if we don't have anything featuring your school, just shoot me a DM on Tyler's Tailgate Talk Instagram account, and I will work as soon as possible to get that design up on the website. So go check it out. There's some funny shit on there, affordable price. Um, you're not going to want to miss it because there's, there's some good stuff on there. Yes, um, they're pretty fire. They're yeah. pretty fire. Max has seen it. It's We're not lying. Yeah. Um, but that'll do it this week. Week three of the college football season getting underway. It's going to be a fun one. Max, thank you as always for joining the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We'll see, we'll see you guys next week. Adios. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. Be sure to check out the rest of our channel and subscribe. Make sure to follow our Instagram and maybe consider subscribing on Patreon for our bonus content. You can only find it there. I promise it will be well worth it. Thanks.